Hey everybody, welcome to episode 3 of the series Dive. And today I'm joined by another best friend of mine, Sri Lakshmi. Hi Sri Lakshmi, how are you doing? Hi Bhavya, I'm good. Um well, if you want a more honest answer, I'd say as much as I'm excited and happy to be doing this, I'm also incredibly nervous. Right. And anxious, of course. <laughs> right. Um so since you mentioned anxious uh today's topic is um, going to be about mental health and Mm -hmm. uh, mental health is such a broad topic so i wouldn't like i'll try to put in as much as i can in this one podcast um but there there are like many subdivisions and i feel like you know there's too much to cover so today we're just going to be talking about a few and something which we're all familiar with so mental health is, you know, being more accepted and um, addressed these days. Like, although we're not completely there, um, as a society, we're trying to fight the stigma surrounding mental health. And this has been a battle because till now, um, I, I mean, I don't know, like only things like, um, for example, physical injuries were just like paid attention to. But now mental health uh, has been, they've been showing so much more attention towards it and treating it with care. And there's therapy, there's there's a whole variety of things to try and help um, people get better. So today mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be talking about the first thing is toxic positivity. Um, toxic positivity is, I mean, what do you th- what do you think toxic positivity according to you uh you know i think toxic positivity uh i think i i i'll better explain it with certain phrases uh you know suppose a person is uh, not feeling okay and you know they're uh they just started out a conversation with you and they're telling you how they're feeling about the whole situation. Like, you know, for example, they're saying, uh, um, uh, I'm not feeling very well, uh, you know, I'm feeling anxious or something like that. And I reply saying, uh, you know, it's fine. You'll get over it. You know, so, so phrases like that. So, you know, right. these phrases in itself are not toxic or are not negative but what makes them negative is why when and who we're using them with right definitely i totally agree with that that's an uh, absolute it's an excellent point uh because what there's a certain amount like there's an excessive usage of um happiness amount of happiness you know mm-hmm. that people try to portray uh into one's life um you know they, like we need to draw a line between support and toxic positivity like not letting yourself feel any other emotion except the positive emotion and not dealing with them or not dealing with the emotions you're feeling will definitely have a bigger uh, impact in the future with you. And people do have, you know, good intentions while saying uh, phrases like, um, you know, cheer up or good vibes only or things Mm -hmm. like that. But it's not necessarily... It doesn't always help the person. I mean, the phrase, as you said, the phrase itself is definitely, you know, something with good intention. But yeah, always the situation always matters. So I agree with you. And in fact, unknowingly, I think all of us have been in a situation where we have used phrases like this and where people haven't received them, you know, in the right way. And it's not like my intentions are wrong here, but what what's the use of giving help in a way that is not being received properly 
right. you know like what i'm trying to say is it all depends on the person on the receiving end of our support to decide if that support was you know helpful or dismissive right of course of course yeah they have the right to um, choose which one it it was for them um hmm. so yeah that's definitely there and i think it's increased a lot too like especially during the lockdown you know because yeah. i think as usual people's mental health has taken a toll and yeah. there's only so much that they're been being able to put up with um given that um i think yeah it, it's actually it's- i'd like to ask you something uh, have you ever been in a situation like this where uh, you know you've been on the receiving end and you know uh uh yes toxic positivity definitely yes um i in fact have a couple of friends who some may have good intentions some i don't mm-hmm. know what they're trying to do but um mm-hmm. given like me giving a problem or me telling them like this is what i'm experiencing and this has happened like on multiple occasions not once mm-hmm. they just try to um i think they just undermine my problem that like you know what it's not a big deal just get over it it's it's not that hard you're just making it um hmm a more of a big deal than it is just be happy why can't you be happy in fact forget friends uh with family um coming from an indian household it's hmm. very hard for um it's like an indian family to accept the whole concept of mental health and you know why people are feeling uh bad uh, to be hmm. honest it took time for my mom and my dad to get used to the fact and uh so i am clinically depressed i have gone to therapy and for them mm-hmm. to accept all of that and to support me through the way it definitely took time the first uh, time i told them they were just like what is wrong with you although my mom mm-hmm. has been completely supportive from the beginning my dad was never um i know he wasn't used to the idea of mental health so he's always like kind of asking me why i just put myself down in certain situations which you know he just used to keep saying get emotionally stronger that's all you can do Mm-hmm. um so yeah that's what it's not it's i think like a it's a stigma as i'm saying but fight we're all fighting it i everybody has a say in it and that's it's true. hard definitely it's definitely hard so um yeah so and what um, surprises me is they are i mean you know i'm not blaming everybody here but few people are just reluctant to change the way they think you know i mean how long is it going to take them to Understand. just read about mental health just read about few things that are bothering your friends or family and just look into it and understand it they are definitely ignorant and that's actually what um, pisses me off because um they think or i'd say i mean they try exactly as i said they might have good intention or not but the way they phrase certain things actually hurt the other person at the end mm-hmm. and in fact they like opening up is itself a huge big deal about certain issues so they right. try to go back into their shell after receiving such a response because they think you know what there's no point i'm going to get the same response from everybody and in fact it impacts the person again who's already facing another issue so yeah definitely i agree with you um hmm. so yeah uh, keeping this in mind so snapchat has introduced a new update it's called a here for you feature and it talks about the mental health issues faced in india so whoever's interested please do go check it out they have like tips and um you know how to deal with anxiety and how to you know grounding techniques for me personally uh, i 
you know i as i said suffer with depression and anxiety at times and i have used this technique called mindfulness technique where you know you have to name five things around you uh, four things you hear three things you see two things you can touch and one thing you can taste uh mm-hmm. that kind of helps you you know be present be in the moment and yeah that's that and another i think would be uh let's see it it's probably you know journaling uh when there's a certain mm-hmm. situation in front of you and you've no idea what to do it kind of helps to have all your thoughts uh on a piece of paper instead of scattered throughout your brain so yeah um sri lakshmi so um you know as you just said um you were uh, kind of scared to go through with the podcast because you know yeah. you suffer with anxiety sometimes um mm-hmm. so would you like explain how it is because i don't know yeah yeah sure. uh so basically you know living with anxiety is having to deal with uh, rapid fire thoughts on a constant basis and these thoughts are not just thoughts they turn into something toxic and negative that affects us as well as the people around us right. so uh you know everyone feels anxious now and then uh occasional anxiety is okay i think sometimes it's positive but sometimes you know you just have this overwhelming uh, feeling of uh, anxiousness and fear right. you know that that kind of anxiety would make you want to avoid work um college school any social gathering actually right uh so yeah uh, you know actually i was uh, very anxious about doing this whole podcasting so i was just looking for excuses to put it off or you know just uh, you know reschedule reschedule it you know something like that mm-hmm. so, yeah. like explain uh, like a normal day any normal day that i have okay let me just give you an example so i uh, public transport is something i dread the most so you know uh, you you do remember the opening of metros and all right yes yes uh, so there were instances uh, like you live in gatchibauli and like you know it's that's very far from where i live yeah. so there were uh, times when i had to take up the metro so initially uh, during the first three times when i was uh, standing in the line so i had these thoughts like you know um, so what if i don't pronounce the station's name right okay should i uh, talk to the ticket guy in telugu or english but you know that person looks like he's a north indian maybe i should just do it in hindi you know i speak to the pani puri bhaiya all the time in hindi so uh-huh. maybe i should just do it in hindi or mm-hmm. you know maybe i should just go back and take a cab instead so mm-hmm. these are just unnecessary thoughts that just pop up in my brain all the time and right. that kind of makes me anxious you know so this is my uh, like any normal day would go like this like any normal situation would be filled with uh, thoughts like these uh-huh. and uh, so if i have to talk about more uh, severe situations uh, you know uh, like interviews or uh, any situation where i'm put in the spot where i don't have the control of the situation Mm-hmm. so that will just make me uh you know to be to describe it more accurately i think the physical symptoms starts showing up like uh you know my heart rate gets elevated and uh, i sweat a lot 
and sometimes you know uh, i don't feel pukish but a lot of people feel pukish and uh, so it's like that and you know my brain completely stops functioning it's just like blank like mm-hmm. people say you know like you know while meditating you're not supposed to think of anything you know you just have to be calm and all it's that yeah. state where i can't access any any words also actually in fact like Honestly, you know i have like mm-hmm. as you said uh, also trying to do meditation also gives you anxiety because you have mm-hmm. the pressure of you know no you have to stay calm you can't think of anything oh my god oh my god this is not going to happen so yeah i definitely agree with you and there are times i felt anxiety as well for example mm-hmm. um, this has started very recently um mm-hmm. text texting back anxiety apparently it's a thing so i did google okay. it out. uh there mm-hmm. are times where you know just your text and somebody like oh shit you know i i start getting like panic for some reason i start like mm. sweating or i start my as you mentioned like the stomach churning that is like the mm-hmm. most uh, probably most um i don't know severe. the most yeah <laughs> severe symptom i've had and uh, yeah i don't feel like texting and then i feel the pressure to reply so hmm. it's a whole ordeal and not only that but as you said anxiety is necessary t- sometimes but you have to differentiate between worry and anxiety yeah, anxiety true. is this cribbing you know fear like okay something's going to go wrong even in the day to day activities as you said and i think your examples were pretty solid like yeah that's that's how it works for almost everybody of course the situation is different but that's how people mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i'd like to ask you like what did you do to you know is it any better or um, how is it now right now did you do anything for it to get better uh well yes right now i'm definitely in a better place uh some things that i do are uh you know i just plan everything before in hand so i just uh think of everything that can go wrong or think actually it's not very positive but it has definitely helped me out uh so you know by just by doing that i feel uh, a sense of calmness like you know a sense of uh control like you know okay i've got this and mm-hmm. it it might vary from person to person and i think uh, they should like you know everybody who's anxious should just uh give them some time to uh, like give time to themselves and figure out what their problem is and figure out a solution accordingly so i write down everything um that like as you said before journaling mm-hmm. so that helps me a little bit and uh, sometimes i just sleep on it it's not uh, very useful but it definitely helps me uh, you that know moment. Mm-hmm. yeah it makes me a little more uh, you know uh, what do i say uh, i feel composed yeah and also like if you if you're like if you're asking me what to do when you're in that particular situation when you're feeling anxious and you don't know what to do anymore like you know when your brain goes blank uh, mm-hmm. i just ask myself a few questions like you know uh, i have my own set of questions so you just have to ask those questions like where are you what are you doing uh, what has to be done things like that it's okay even if you take a small break or like you know uh, even if you uh withdraw yourself for a certain while from the situation but it certainly helps you uh gain more control of the situation so yeah that's what i do that sounds really good actually um so again it might work for others it might not work 
but mm. um, you never know until you try um so sure. yeah given that let's talk about mental uh, health slumps or depression slumps so um these are things i experience on a daily not a daily but let's say a weekly basis and mm. once they start they do not end and you don't know if they're going to end or not because honestly let me tell you there is i mean depression is ugly okay it's it's an ugly truth sometimes you've got mm. to experience it and there's no way around it no matter of um, how much of support you get from friends or family or you know constant good vibes posts you see just nothing nothing works distraction yes to an extent like uh, i don't know cooking for some people or for me is that trying to make these podcasts or things like that but not always do they work you know you you in this you're just dead completely dead you feel dead inside you don't feel anything it's it's raw mm-hmm. the emotions are raw and you cannot put them into words um and there are certain like even though there are techniques for you to cope with them they take energy and i think the most like there's a lack of energy uh during this period of time where we are unable to process anything so you just lay in bed the whole day without doing anything and throughout the quarantine i faced many uh mental health or depression slumps and breakdowns for the matter of fact and i mean how was quarantine for you shruti um i think it's been okay you know because i'm a complete introvert and i'm used to staying indoors and one other uh, you know uh, side effect of having anxiety is you tend to avoid uh, people so right. it's been working in my favor but you know there's sometimes where you just feel stagnant uh, mm-hmm. you know where you feel like uh, you know today is like 19th and tomorrow it's like 28th already and you just don't know how time passes by and it's not yeah. like you I don't know what I, what what I do like you know in these well, 10 days yeah, yeah. yeah. unproductive so, you feel unproductive and like nothing's being done and even if you do try to do something you just I don't know I feel like you have to um it takes yeah. lots of time and also you're not energy? in a correct state yeah energy you're not in a correct state to do something and if you don't get the you know required output then that's a whole another story you start feeling bad through it in the first place and you're just questioning yourself whether you and then obviously overthinking overthinking is this, this huge thing that everybody goes to like it's 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 not nice like trust me it's not nice yeah. and as the biggest overthinker i'm not trying it's not even like a a prideful thing to say but i don't know it's not worth it overthinking is just a huge mess it's like mm-hmm. your brain is like an egg and it's shattered into multiple pieces and one one is like lying in one one corner and then it's just all messy so mm. um yeah uh that's how slumps are and that's the real truth there's nothing roman- to romanticize about it there's nothing beautiful about it like people say you know there's a uh, certain things you have to go through for you to become yeah. a stronger person i agree True. i agree with that fact but no depression slumps sometimes do not make you strong they make you like more upset they make you more vulnerable uh to this whole thing so um and yeah. i think the worst part about this is you know uh the involvement of people in our lives like 
people who are not able to understand what we're going through definitely like not everybody few people in my life have been very supportive like including you <laughs> Uh, yeah, but there same. are a few others who, like, uh, you know, they're probably saying it for our own good, but I just mm-hmm. can't receive it in a positive way. Positive. I know I'm in a slump. It's not like I don't know. It's not like I'm not aware of it. But, you know, few people just keep reminding you of how unproductive or, uh, you know, um, how yeah. this whole uh, being stagnant thing is affecting us. Yeah. And I... can't find the right motivation you know to start a different like you know routine or whatever it is so how did you like uh, i'm pretty sure you're st- you're still in this slump yeah uh, but uh, um, yeah do you have any ideas as to like you know how to get out of this whole thing honestly if i did i would have probably already implemented them because <laughs> to do this podcast also so you initially asked me if we could do it on some day but that yeah. whole couple of days i was pretty uh, you know exactly as i said i wasn't really up to it so it took me mm-hmm. a while to come out of it but there's like this thing in my head going on and on you know you have something to do you have something to do get to it get to it so mm-hmm. i think that voice kind of sometimes helps if you have like urgent tasks you need to finish and once mm-hmm. you get into that mode uh i feel like you break a part of that um slump and because you've entered mm-hmm. another environment you know something which you're trying to work on i feel like that definitely did help me um so mm-hmm. that's one number two i don't know how useful this is but netflix <laughs> so oh yeah netflix, that's all that's all i do personally because i just keep watching and watching and definitely that definitely takes your mind off of things even though it is mm-hmm. temporary um that and that being said let's um as you said like um this point i like to point out there are people who do not respond you know the way we'd like them to and hmm. uh, i think they're like kind of uh, not really they don't really know much about mental health they haven't educated themselves about it they do not know how to respond or uh, talk or you know treat people with certain um mental illnesses and i think for them also it's hard you know it's mm-hmm. i wouldn't say it's equally hard but it's it's definitely hard uh, because they have to understand a whole new thing and they have to change yeah. their behaviors and the way they talk just to you know fit into our um you know uh, i don't know life maybe yeah so, yeah uh, i think that's definitely hard on them too and people who are there for you like you know your major supporters in your life i think mm-hmm. they have a difficult time too like trying to understand what you're going through try to giving try to giving try trying to give the uh, you know the support the way they can and yeah, yeah it's it's definitely hard on them too so yeah and um, given that let's talk about therapy Mm-hmm. Uh, so therapy is uh, obviously people are going to therapy more and more, and even in India, um, you know, it started expanding the whole therapy uh, industry. Whatever psychologists, they're helping people, and right. it's it's a, it's a great thing. I'm like actually very happy that you know people are taking the effort and they've taken the first step, which is to accept, you know. their situation mm. and they're going uh, for help so i definitely do applaud everybody for that 
uh personally speaking therapy has not always helped me i have gone uh, to a therapist initially i think it was 2 3 years ago and no it wasn't she wasn't the right therapist for me uh, there were uh, instances that i initially liked going to therapy but uh, as i kept going i i started regretting going to her because um she was very let's say she was com- she used to compare me my situation with other clients and then she'd ask me to you know just get over it uh, things which therapists aren't supposed to say because they're supposed to be non judgmental no matter what no matter who the person in front of them is but that was not the case for me and she was uh, always um a little tough on me and if there were certain times where i hadn't done the homework or the activity she asked me to she'd just be like you know she'd throw lash out Yeah, mm-hmm. not exactly lash out, but just like you know, this is not getting you anywhere. What are you doing? There's a way mm-hmm. uh, in which people talk to their clients, but that was mm-hmm. uh, that was definitely not the way. And there, of mm-hmm. course, were different uh, different instances. Eventually, uh, she had to go to the states, so my therapy had ended over there, and I never mm-hmm. went back to it because I, I don't know, I lost courage, I lost faith in therapists. Um, mm-hmm. so that was a huge ordeal for me. uh but then recently with the help of another friend i've started talking to a counselor she's not exactly a therapist but uh, she's just finished her psychology degree i think she needs to get her license so mm-hmm. she's been helping me out um we talk like say week not weekly but like once in 3 weeks or something so she mm-hmm. is not like a clinically licensed professional but she does kind of help me like talking to her definitely gives me some grounding uh, mm-hmm. in life and it's helped me a lot uh, you know throughout the whole thing of course there are instances where i go back to where i initially was but she's a great listener and she does give tips here and there you know how to uh, i don't know deal with it. Mm-hmm. so uh, yeah that's all therapy and okay uh, so i have a question yeah so how do how does a person who is suffering from a mental illness know when to like you know take help or when to go uh-huh. to therapy because you know uh, i've told some of my friends to like you know get um, you know proper professional help mm-hmm. but like if i were to think from their perspective Mm-hmm. how do i know like you know that i am supposed to go because it's not easy right it's not it's not easy to uh, reach out to hmm. it's not i think as i said it's the first step and the most important step because that's where your journey starts you know of healing mm-hmm. and recovery so um like what do you mean like how would you Like how how would you know when you want to go, or how would you want to know like when they like? For, I'm asking like more from a personal ex- like personal your personal experience. experience. How did you decide like you know that okay it's time for me to actually seek for professional help? For um, me, it's was it because of people like you know because of uh, people that have been telling you to go, or is it just your inner consciousness that actually yeah nobody told me to go. to therapy or anything it was actually my personal decision it's because things have been going on in my life and there was one day where i couldn't take it anymore and honestly there were i think three or four days of continuous uh crying and just non stop i couldn't stop it and at that point i did not know what to do i think i was probably mm-hmm. 17 at that time 16 17 that age um mm-hmm. and i i couldn't 
I don't know. I I was like, you know, th- th- I can't do this anymore. I need help. So I went and uh, spoke to my mom about it. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, let's go see a psychologist first because they assess your situation and then tell you if you know you need to go to therapy or you need to take medication. So for me, because I was young, they did not recommend medication because mm-hmm. it's you know once you get used to it, it becomes very addictive. So mm-hmm. they did recommend me to go for therapy. and i did and as i mentioned mm-hmm. that was my experience but i think for a person to i think i reached my breaking point and that's when i took a decision upon myself mm-hmm. uh, no i have to go can't do this anymore so i think that was it for me i don't know about others maybe for others it might be through the like other people might tell them to go for therapy and get some help or because some people some people don't like it you know they, they mm-hmm. just be like, like okay there's something so wrong with me that i need to go help, get help from something mm-hmm. and i don't know therapies wasn't really was really like looked down upon before so mm-hmm. definitely um but i think as a friend what you can do is um or like maybe for yourself to assess mm-hmm. the situation and even if it does cause a bit of friction between you and them or whoever it is i still think you know if you think they do need to go to therapy or you know just i think you mm-hmm. could better be you recommend them uh, just say you know hey i think what you know what what do you what do you think about going to a therapist or psychologist yeah. and i'll come along with you you know let's mm-hmm. let's get it checked out you know things mm-hmm. like that i think i mean i wouldn't know but because i haven't like faced a situation like that but yeah so maybe things like that is what mm-hmm. um, yeah and actually so, uh, as a person who has uh, been in lives of uh, depressed people who have seen people who have been depressed i think i'd like everybody else to like you know i'd ask i'd like to ask them to just be more accepting and understanding towards you know uh friends or like you know people mm-hmm. definitely yeah I and think, like uh, everybody should educate themselves at this point of time yeah exactly what i was trying to say yeah yeah they I mean, should uh, be more aware of what mental health is like sometimes you don't even know that a person who's close to you is going through something uh because they're ignorant yeah they're ignorant at times and mm-hmm. they value certain things they prioritize certain things over you know us yeah. or like whoever it is they need to do it so and yeah, instead definitely. of just deciding uh, you know on what to give like you know instead of deciding uh the type of help like you know there are few uh uh i like you know instead of uh deciding like you know i'm not getting the right word here like but the type of help mm-hmm. instead of mm, like advice they, or something uh yeah like you know it's better if you ask the person about what kind of help they want instead of just giving uh just muft ka gyan yeah. you know yeah 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 so that, that would be sense. really definitely like leaving it up to them you know like mm. telling them but then also making sure that they know or they are in control of that particular decision instead of just pushing your ideas on to them mm-hmm. uh, yeah definitely so um yeah uh, this was a very long conversation compared to my other podcast because it was about mental health and it's not easy to talk about so thank you shri lakshmi for talking about your experiences and opening up to opening up 
i'm sure it wasn't easy and it must have been hard on you for even you know doing this podcast because but yeah, i'm glad it was you because you know i feel more comfortable i'm glad i'm glad and um to everybody out there um i'm proud of everybody you know who's going through something i'm staying like thank in that uh, you've got this um yeah so thank you guys for tuning in and i will be back with another episode next week bye